All right, good morning. Welcome to Talent Advancement Podcast here with our topic of growing the quality and quantity of our candidate pools as we endeavor to have more folks join our team here. And uh, before we get started, I'd love it if Janine could open us in prayer. Excellent. Pray with me, please. Uh, Father God, um, we just thank you for a new Thursday morning, Lord. We thank you that we can um, come together and just uh, discover new ways to uh, advance your kingdom, Lord, and that we would uh, just have your wisdom and discernment in our conversation, Lord, and Jeff and Margo's leading, Lord, I pray that you would just open our hearts and minds to new ways to uh, build your kingdom, expand your kingdom, and uh, bring more people into FCA so that we can share your hope. And we just ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Gene. All right. Well, you know, one of the ways that we know we can increase our kingdom impact um, is by having more workers in the field as well. And so for us, I think we each have a responsibility. And, you know, this is something that I saw even prior to being on staff, the need for more staff. We've talked about regardless of role or position with FCA to help grow that team. And so the question really is, how do we go about growing the candidate pool and not one that's just for numbers sake, but the quality of those candidates and the right people to be a part of it. And so this is going to be the first and maybe a probably a three part uh, podcast series on how to do that. And there's really, I think, three ways that we can do it, or maybe three that at least we'll highlight here. Um, the first of which is, and the reason I, I, we have this first is because of the the, the long burn nature of it, the time sensitivity of it, I would say as well, and that is building out uh, an internship program. And so formalizing that across the region is something that we can each leverage, and we have Margaret to, to speak into that in just a moment. So that would be the longer term approach right, as we build that candidate pool over time. Second is how do we approach marketing? And that word sounds you know, like products that you're trying to sell, but what we're trying to do is share opportunities here. So how do we market that both in a very focused and targeted fashion? And also how do we do that more broadly with a shotgun approach? Again, if our goal is to get um, higher quantity, then you have the, 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 the larger net being cast. And if you want the quality, then sometimes it's a little more narrow focused and more targeted. So we'll talk about those two in a subsequent session. And then lastly, I think that really the need to be intentional about this and then to track your progress and know next steps and having a plan together, um, I think is critical as well. So I, 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 you know, logically you might approach these or attack these in the other order, but I don't want us to wait uh, in terms of talking about internships uh, to begin with, just because of now is probably the right time to be thinking about it for both our spring semester, if you're looking for in-semester, or in school year um, folks to join, and then for next summer uh, as well. Now is the right time to be thinking and talking about that. So before we dig in, I think there's something I wanna start with, and then we'll close with the same topic. And that is first and foremost, that's great that we're trying to, to build a candidate pool. We want the, the best people, but for what need? What need are we trying to fill? Where do we see that seat on the bus that's critical to us you know, attacking a given county or a certain set of schools or 
um, a certain group of coaches in an area that you know we have. And so I think first and foremost, it's really asking God to reveal what is that need. And so we'll start with asking God uh, for that need and revealing to you guys, and that'll be uh, after we, we finish up here, and then we'll close with how we're asking God for guidance going forward. So um, that said, I'll tee this up really quickly for Margot and then give her a few minutes to talk about it. But uh, I've personally had uh, the experience and really the privilege of hosting some interns over the past two summers here, and it went really well, uh, both in them getting exposure to FCA, them uh, providing you know, value to us and coaches and athletes that were a part of it. And we built an experience for them uh, where I think they're going back to their respective campuses and people say, so what'd you do over the summer? And they get to share what they did with FCA uh, and create um, probably a buzz about what they had a chance to do in hopes that over time, number one, they're gonna grow in their own faith and walk because we had a chance to pour into them. But two, they'll have a chance to um, to consider FCA future because they had such a, a good time and positive experience with us. So with that, I've also had the privilege of working with Margot at least for a little bit on what we may do in our region and learning from what other regions have done before us. So Margot, I'll turn it over to you for a few minutes because I know you're particularly passionate about this. Yeah, so um, and I was thinking about specifically in regards to camp ministry and how do we as this opportunity with summer camp to grow our intern pool, like and grow our staff, because we all know, I, I feel like camps are in road to FCA. And so that was kind of my take on it. And uh, when I, I had two interns this summer and there were three things that came to my mind that we wanted to accomplish with those interns. First and foremost is ministering to them, ministering to their hearts, um, helping, you know, their walk with God, making sure they're strong. We went through the purple book. Um, you know, we talked about life, like God brought these two young ladies, um, into, into the internship with me. And I spent most of my time ministering to their hearts. So that's the first thing to keep in mind. I think it's easy when we think of interns to, to want to like get them to do stuff and have them help us in our ministry. But the reality is we're really serving them and they're part of our team. So ministering to them um, with where they are spiritually and building an intern uh, curriculum that fits what they're trying to accomplish. Can you hear me okay, Jeff? Am I breaking up or am I okay? You're, you're good. Okay. Um, so the second piece of that, so ministering to them, the second part is training and giving them experience. And so uh, when I thought through the, this summer that I had with these interns, I wanted to make sure they understood what coaches ministry uh, what it looks like for donor ministry and how we do that in writing donor letters and raising funds. Um, obviously the camp component, camp programming and all those, those things. And then thinking about campus ministry. So I tried to build some training pieces within our weekly schedule so that they, they could experience and practice and understand what we do as a whole throughout the year as an FCA staff person. So like I said, minister to training and giving them experiences. Um, and then finally, the third piece, which is usually the smallest, is them supporting the ministry in terms of the workload. So, and, and I think that was a shift for me when I first started, because at first I said, I need more interns. I have all these camps, I need help. But I think having interns created more work and more opportunity for us, uh, for me, but it was uh, the greatest opportunity to get people involved. And so having them support the ministry giving them tasks, leading them, 
teaching them, spending time investing in how they can use their skills. Um, you know, it, it ends up being more time than it is like them helping do ministry with you. Um, and so for, you know, I think how, what we structured ours for the summer, um, with them investing and they're using their skills was the first camp that we had, I did it and they watched and I helped them see kind of how we do our camp ministry. And they were right alongside me in these tasks. The second camp, cause I had, I think I had four that we did together. The second camp, um, they, uh, we did it together. So we co-labored in it. So we kind of, we each helped each other. You know, I gave them more responsibility. And then the last camp I handed more over to them and I just supported them kind of as a secondary, you know, if they needed help or had questions. Um, but I really tried to give them more ownership in the process. So I kind of spent those, like those camp, uh, the camp structure and intentionality about building how they were going to do this, how they were going to execute and how I could support them in, in accomplishing those goals. So the things that went well and didn't go well for me, um, I had a great plan going in and I was structured and organized on the front end with like a calendar. We had weekly meetings um, on Mondays and then an individual meeting on Fridays with each of them about the tasks they were responsible for. Also the spiritual component of like the purple book that we were going through, um, you know, and, and all the things that went into that. So I had a great plan for the calendar, the structure, I think executing the plan and staying with it towards the end of the summer was challenging as you, as you get to the last camp of the summer and you're just trying to get everything done. So I would have liked to probably been more intentional about following that plan. Um, so that was a struggle, but I think being intentional about building a curriculum and that's hopefully what Jeff and I are going to talk about is we're going to try to create that and, and probably with Nathan create some structure that you can implement um, and build off from and change and modify as you need, but having a template that you can use, whether it's for the summer or for a, a semester internship. So it's like a plug and play versus you creating all the content yourself. So that's the hope. Um, yeah, that was the biggest struggle I think that I had was is consistency and following through with the plan when things got crazy and schedules got busy. Um, the other thing I would say um, that worked really well was our intentionality behind um, uh, the, the ways we structured our camps throughout the year and giving them responsibility. They felt at first that they were overwhelmed with understanding FCA and what we did. But as the summer went on and as we did more camps, they understood more and more and they felt like they could take ownership. And I think understanding their confidence through the, through the course of the calendar, through the summer, um, that worked really well. And I was glad that we structured it that way. Let's see what else. There was one other thing I think, uh, financially. So this is the big thing. Um, I had them each try to raise a little bit of money. Um, but I funded it primarily in the future. I would do more on the front end. And the key with this was I didn't start early enough. I needed to post these positions in January, um, for the summer internship to get a quality candidate pool for the interns to then give them time to raise money. So they tried to raise a little bit of money. They didn't have enough time. So I ended up funding more than I wanted to. Um, and that was one thing I would have changed in just uh, the schedule. So Jeff, that's what I have. Is there anything I missed in that? No, I, I, I don't think so. In, in a moment, we'll open up to others because I'm sure others have had some, have some practical experience in this. Um, but, but you covered really what I want. So I'm gonna recap here quickly before we open it up. Um, and maybe these are hopefully capturing what you had the essence of it, maybe my own words here. But number one, uh, this really is a paradigm shift, paradigm shift for me, or at least an approach shift. It's really what we can give to them 
versus what we can get from them during an internship. So you go, man, I need some, you know, t-shirts sorted and I need, you know, uh, field set up and, and all sorts of stuff for camp. But really it's how do we serve them versus how can they serve us? So that's the, the difference in this approach. Doesn't mean that they won't contribute, they will. Um, but all I think if you go in with the mindset of serving them and a discipleship opportunity as well, I think that is critically important into approaching it. Two is creating an experience for them, giving some practical training and opportunity for them to take away, again, as we're serving them as a part of it. Building that cadence and calendar. So that's something we'd like to provide to you, which is uh, what we've seen work historically, both within our region and from others that we've learned from as well. And then Margo touched on something which I think is important, which goes back to the reason we're on the phone here, which is building the candidate pool, is a multi-year experience. So this could be between sophomore and junior year, then between junior and senior year. Again, cultivating that relationship over time, staying in touch with them throughout the year as well as a part of that, giving them increased responsibility, which leads me to the next one, which is we talk about in 3D coaching, peer coaching being so critical. So you get your second year intern who is then paired up with a first year intern and have a chance to coach each other, which is really bringing them in in at least twos or a cohort that come in together to serve together um, as a sense of that, um, a sense of building that, that team and that unity as a part of it. So um, the last thing I'll say here, which I think we did uh, an okay job at and really God showed up, which was great, but it's a warm welcome when they first kick off the summer. So truly doing a kickoff to that. And then uh, I think a, a big, define it how you may, celebration at the end for their time and their launch back into their school year with an opportunity to pray over them. So um, I think if we do this well, we're intentional about maintaining those relationships over time, you will find that people experience FCA in a way that's only done through serving as a part of it as an intern, get excited about sharing with their friends and their family maybe get a taste and exposure of doing some support raising in advance of coming back and doing that in a full-time um, staff capacity. So with that, I'll open up to others that go, wow, I've done it well. I haven't done it well. This makes sense. I thought they were supposed to serve us. I can't believe we're going to serve them. Um, what are thoughts from the group? And I'd even take a challenge for those that say, I don't think this would work in my area. Um, and a chance to maybe dialogue on, on how that could be different. I think I have a question with that only because like, what is the process from like, if we want to do the internship with the local college or whomever we're contacting because some each college or university is different with how they want their internships to run officially mm -hmm. account for their students. So like when I did it, I had to go through different protocols for my other business. Like when I did it, I had to go through a different process with each college and some of them were very, very strict and some of them were very like, yeah, go for it. And it was a different, so I guess the process before we even get to the internship, what does that look like for us? Great, uh, great question. I think there's two forms, at least two forms of internships. Uh, one of which is um, where we can pay them sort of cost of living expenses, right? So we don't pay our interns, but we can offset some of their expenses. So in that fashion, it's not directly related to their academics, but rather something they choose to do other than a summer job or interning at local, you know, 
uh, marketing firm to enhance their digital, you know, degree or whatever they're doing. So, um, so there's that one. We can do that. Uh, number one. Number two is we can work with their academic advisor and what the requirements are for the particular college or university to structure that structure and experience that meets their needs. So we're not bound to any specific curriculum here. Um, there have been student athletes that said, "Hey, I'm in a sports management major." Um, because one of our, we have club sports, they said we'd love to come experience what it's like to be behind the scenes in a club sport. Given that we have that in Rochester, we work with that academic advisor to understand what would meet the needs uh, for what they have there and structured it. We didn't end up doing it, they chose something else, but we have the flexibility to be able to do that. So I think engaging them, understanding what their needs are, having them bring it to us, and we build around that. And Jeff, I would say, so my, one of my interns, Abby, is the same thing, sports management at a local college. It wasn't a they weren't looking for a, necessarily a faith-based, you know, uh, internship. But what I, I looked at her requirements and then I wrote up uh, basically what we were going to accomplish that met those needs. So I wrote a one page kind of curriculum outline for the summer, tailored it to that. And then I had to write, you know, a conclusion at the end of the summer of what she accomplished, how she did an evaluation. But I do think that's the great thing of what we do. There's so many facets to FCA. We can tailor these to what the kids' needs are and their desires are and find a way that fits if we feel like God is opening that door. That's a great one. What else? So, Jeff, I'll just uh, add a couple things. Uh, we were fortunate enough uh, for the lacrosse program to have a couple of interns. And we we're also fortunate enough to have John Wellington, who had just graduated uh, college, uh, who's obviously on staff. Uh, so he was really close to where the where these interns were at. And so he uh, kind of, you know, was able to share a lot of experience with them. Uh, so just encouragement there, if you have someone that's close to the uh, age, I guess, experience or position of where these interns are, that was that was a good thing. Um, and then one of the other things that, and I think um, you know, I think we did a, an okay job of is getting them tied in with board members and networking and going to board meetings and things like that. And just hearing from the, uh, the interns, that was something that they really liked. Um, you know, I think we could have done the same thing, Margot. I think if we started earlier, it would have been better, but this is, um, was really the first year we had, uh, a, a, a you know, uh, established program so uh, but they did really appreciate um, networking with some of the some of the board members and people that were directly in the field of where they're going so it strikes me that um, you know I don't resemble the remark of being close to them at intern age or uh, spot in life so I think that's critical so if you have someone who is uh, staff that's less tenured is that the right way to say it, maybe, than some of us, uh, that you can have them be a part of it. And two, that's why you bring them in in groups, so that they can have the opportunity to be together, to have that. So it's not just the, uh, you know, the, the more tenured or more experienced with, with, with one that isn't. Um, I also think of opportunities where maybe they can rent a house together uh, over the summer. So if they're coming in from out of town, having a chance to build that, um, that fellowship together in you know, the FCA intern home, which leads me to another thought which Margot talked about, which is when they're doing support raising, but what a neat opportunity for us to go to our donors and say, hey, we'd like to build this out, which is gonna create you know, 
We're going to do discipleship as a part of this summer internship. Uh, we're going to serve these interns as we build our candidate pool. And by the way, they're going to work and, and serve those athletes and those coaches in our community as well as a part of it. Might some people want to come alongside us in that capacity? Maybe somebody's got an apartment they can, you know, donate. I don't know, but there's different ways to be creative again to create this, this summer experience. Yeah, and I would just add in the groups was a big thing. We had three and from three different colleges, and it, I um, just from conversations with them, they really appreciated having you know people like you know having like-minded young athletes um, together because they they come from three different colleges and their circles they're running in maybe not as um, you know like-minded as as we are in FCA. So they really appreciated having a group that they could just be who they really wanted to be. Other experiences, thoughts, comments? Hey, Jeff, uh, we had a, an opportunity to have four interns do year-long internships over the course of a couple of years. I think uh, internships are great opportunities for staff around the region to collaborate. Uh, one, one thing that we learned from that is that uh, especially if it's a postgraduate internship, that they'll want to join staff, but we need a place to put them, right? So there's got to, there has to be a plan. And to your point earlier, there has to be a plan in place for if this person desires to continue to be on FCA staff, what will the next steps be? Where will, where, where might they land? Uh, the unfortunate part for us back then was we didn't have state directors, area directors, all those things, which someone who is just coming out of high school or college may not be considered for a state director role or multi-area role, but maybe terrific area reps or area directors possibly. And we didn't have enough structure in place then, but I think we do now. So I think collaborating between uh, staff and around the, the region would be outstanding because as we build an internship in one place, that internship might serve a purpose locally, but then also allow us to branch out and branch those interns out into other parts of our region. And, and while, for example, Kirsten Sandroyer didn't join, wasn't an intern, um, she was Cornell experienced FCA, but from Maine and moved back and came on staff in Maine. So that collaboration, Nathan, is huge. We have, you know, Rochester-based students at UVM that we've been connected with, and might they have an opportunity to serve somewhere, be a part of it, but then come back to maybe the desire to, to stay in Vermont, and they could be a part of the team with um, uh, with Melissa and whomever in, in Vermont or Northern Vermont. And conversely, they may say, you know, I interned in Rochester and I love the relationships I developed here and would like to stay closer to home and they could be here. But that partnering across our borders, um, I think it's critical. That's a, that's a great point. So we're buttoned up against the bottom of the hour. I'll close us with this. Um, one, Working, this is this is sort of speaking of partnering, ministry advancement, uh, trying to do our recruiting and hiring, uh, partnering with ministry advancement with a practical ministry need here, which is internships and serving them as they serve us. So I'll work with Nathan and Margo uh, as we develop something. I'm going to say it's going to be uh, a structure, as Margo described, something that you don't have to create, but will leave you flexibility in how you want to uh, deploy it in your given area. And so that's number one. Two, I would love for us to have specific follow-up on those who are interested in doing this. And I couldn't, I can't encourage you strongly enough to consider interns. This is not going to fill your multi-area director need next year. 
This is going to help you build a pool of candidates who over the course of years, maybe multiple, two to three, um, who are excited about their experience with FCA, tell others about it. Maybe we create Instagram worthy moments, right? Where they share with their friends uh, and their family what their, their time was like. So that over time, as we continue to cultivate those relationships, they consider coming on staff. So that's what we wanna serve you with. So there'll be follow-up communication. As I mentioned, I wanted to end where I st started, which is one, we're gonna ask God to reveal what's the need in our area, right? And so um, as you think about what are the needs that you have, and as you get, you know, bring interns in, how might they you know, aspire to grow into an area rep role or collegiate rep role potentially? And then the last part is really asking God to bring more workers to the field. Um, I still find it such a privilege that my business cards get to have scripture on them here. And so Luke 10 to, um, which, you know, why not uh, another gospel here or, uh, of Luke instead of, I think, Matthew, uh, Nathan, you're using here, but, um, but Luke 10 to, he told them the, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Lord, would you bring more? Would you bring interns uh, to us here? So with that, I'll close. Lord, thank you for the, uh, just a screen full of teammates here who get a chance to coach one another up and share experiences, Father. Uh, we desire to continue to see just a larger kingdom impact here, Father, through FCA. And we're thankful for what you have done before us, what you're doing now, and Father, those that you're going to bring to serve alongside of us. So I pray now, uh, Father, as we build our internship program out, that, uh, that you would be at the helm of that and, and guide us as we build it. Father, you would show us how to share the team, that you'd create a stirring in the hearts of the staff and the excitement around this, Lord, and already, Father, be preparing those that we're going to share this opportunity with, that they may be excited, maybe a little nervous, uh, to come join us, Father. May we serve them well when we do. In Jesus' name, amen.